welcome to the Excuse My African podcast. My name is Stella Damasis and I am your host. Join me as I take you on a journey through the eyes of a misrepresented and misunderstood African girl abroad. Hey there, welcome to Excuse My African podcast. My name is Stella Damasis and I am your host. This is episode four. And in this episode, I will talk about sex. Okay, now, first of all, you all know that I am African, proudly so. I'm a proud African woman, and I love, love Africa. I love my people, I love my continent, I love my country, Nigeria. But, guys, there are just some things that I do not agree with. And look, this is life through my eyes. This is how I see life. This is how I view life, okay? So, let me, let me take you back to history when I when when my life started growing up in Africa um, our parents our parents did not want to talk about sex they didn't want to teach us about sex they didn't want to talk about sex they didn't even want you to mention sex they didn't want you to even know what sex was about in fact in their minds they believed that you would only talk about sex and know about it when you get married which to me was really crazy. How possible do they think it was? The only thing that we heard about sex from our parents and our teachers was don't do it. Don't do it. In fact, there was a time when I was a kid and I was in school, you will not believe that they actually said to me, when you get to class, just try to sit next to a girl because if you sit next to a boy, you will get pregnant. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not sure why they would say that. I, I guess it's because they wanted to scare us, you know. They said the same thing to my mother when she was growing up, that if you sit next to a boy, you will get pregnant. Now, a lot of people might hear this and just go, are you crazy? What are you talking about? But a lot of Africans who heard that growing up, they can identify with what I'm saying. But you see, the unfortunate thing about this whole thing is because a kid's mind is very inquisitive and curious we are always trying to find that thing that they have told us not to do the moment you say don't do this and you don't tell us why or how it can affect us we are going to look for it and that's the unfortunate thing and that's what happens with children all over the world regardless of where they're from and so the unfortunate thing was the fact that a lot of kids in my generation growing up when we're going to school got their hands on pornography and they watched pornography with neighbors, friends. I, I, look, I'm saying they, but the honest truth is I did it too. I'm not going to lie. I am here to be real and raw with you guys. I'm not here to sugarcoat anything or to paint myself to be a saint. Yes, I did watch pornography from videotapes because we had this uh, VHS tapes then when my parents would go to work. I think I did it a few times where I would lay my hands on one VHS tape and run home with some of my friends from school and some of my neighbors who heard, you know, they would come in and we would, someone will have their hands on the stop button and the remote control. Another person will stand by the window in case any car pulls up. So it was a matter of signal. We became so coded that if we hear any sound, one person is giving a signal, the other person is putting stop on the control, another person is pulling out the tape and we're all running out the back door. Yes, <laughs> it makes us sound like we're bad kids. But the thing is, that's what happened out of curiosity. And it wasn't good. 
because I was lucky that my parents were like very hands-on. They had their times where they would go to work and come back and spend time with us and all that. I was lucky. But some of my friends in school were not that lucky to have hands-on parents. So they would watch these things, go back home, and they would have to calm their raging hormones. And guess what? They would experiment with people like their neighbors, their housemates, different people that you would not expect them to meet. But, but this is because we were not allowed to understand it. We just we were left to chance. We are left to experiment with all kinds of stupid things that we just felt, oh, this is so cool. Oh, we could hide and do this. We could hide and do that. To us, it was an exciting experience to hide and watch these things. But it was damaging us. And our parents didn't even have a clue. To them, we did not know the first thing about sex. But to us, we knew more than even they did. And, you know, at that time, we were still scared for our parents to find out that we knew this, we knew that. And in school, some of us will have boyfriends and we want to kiss. We'll go to the back of the school we we'll go look for a place secluded, you know, we would kiss and exchange letters. Then it was still somewhat innocent because we had the respect. We were doing it out of respect, you know, we were hiding. But that's not the case today. Kids don't have to hide their boyfriends. They don't have to hide when they're kissing. They don't have to hide the fact that they watch films and series and stuff with adult content. They don't hide it anymore. And the reality of life is that kids will do what they want to do. So why don't we educate them properly? Look, I'm not an advocate for premarital sex. People who know me, they know that I preach against that. But the truth of the matter is we have children whose minds are like ours when we were their age. And we know exactly how we felt when we were their age. And in America right now, there's proper education for sex. And these, these things are carried out by certified sex therapists or trained specialists from the sex education center. They have a center for sex education and they train people. These people are certified. They're facilitators, educators, they're therapists that are sent to schools to teach about sex. And these people, if parents are interested, can give you tools, give you materials, give you newsletters, articles and things that can help guide parents on how to approach the topic of sex when they're talking to their children. We need to talk to our kids about sex. It is very, very important. They need to know these things. We need to teach them what we want them to know and not what what other people want to show them. We have different things on television today and there is nothing that's catering to these young people. But they watch adult content and they see people doing all kinds of crazies on TV and their hormones are raging and we can't control it. And we don't want to talk about it at home. They don't talk about it in the schools in Africa. That is not good enough. I hear there's some private schools in Africa that do it, but it's not enough. It's not wide enough. It's not everywhere. It should be everywhere. And that's why I really commend um, a, a television show that they, they do back home in Africa. It's called um, Sugar by MTV, MTV Sugar. I love that that show. And it's on YouTube right now. I love that show because they talk about the dangers of HIV, how you can contract AIDS and how you can help yourself. But in talking about HIV, they talk about sex, things that people do in school, the mindset that they have, the relationships that they start to build, the unhealthy things that they do without protection. They teach them these things through this entertainment program. And I love the fact that they created that. So not only do we have to teach our children about sex at home, 
We need to create educational programs for them and create content, entertainment content, that deals, deals with issues like this. As parents, we need to get articles, newsletters, read and study as much as we can and help guide our children. We need to talk to them because right now, seven-year-olds, six-year-olds, trust me, you can live in denial all you want. Your little kids know more about sex and the terminologies than you do. But it's important for them to know about sex and the dangers in engaging in them. And this is regardless of your religion or your class or where, wherever you're coming from or whoever you are. We need sex education, especially in Africa. We need the girls especially to know how to protect themselves. We need the boys to know how irresponsible it can be to engage in things like that because of things that can happen. And when we talk about it, people are just worried about early pregnancy. That's not the only issue. There are too many things that come with having unprotected sex and and things that kids don't know, but they just engage in. And these are the things that really, really scare me the most. So I'm saying that whatever we can do to promote this, to preach this, because I know that as I'm saying it, a lot of Africans will listen to me and go, oh my gosh, here she goes again. But I'm being honest, guys. I'm being real. We need to open our minds more and have our children in Africa know more about the dangers of what is happening with sex, it is not a, a, a strange word. It is what everyone is doing right now. So why not talk about it and learn more about it so that the younger ones understand exactly what they're doing. Then they can be responsible for whatever mistake they make or whatever they decide to do. All right, guys. So ah, I love this topic and, and, and I hope that you guys would reach out to me and let me know what you think, what you're doing. Or if you know of schools in Africa that are already doing it, or if you think that there's some schools in Africa that need help with sex education, I am sure that from Excuse My Africa, we, we, we will be able to send materials to different schools in Africa to help guide them on how they can help the children. All right, guys, talk to me. Let me know. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and I hope you'll join me again for the next one. You can contact me via email, excusemyafrican at gmail.com, or visit the website, excusemyafrican.com, for more details. Remember to stay positive and give love. <music>